The Lord be with you. <clears throat> A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is sound, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is not sound, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. The Gospel of the Lord. So the church again today gives us a very beautiful <clears throat> correlation between uh, two readings from the letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians where he writes his wonderful, his wonderful boast and he boasts of all his sufferings, everything that he's suffered for the sake of Christ and for the work that he does in the church. And then we have in the gospel this call from the Lord which we see so beautifully in St. Paul, this call to not lay up treasure on earth but to have your treasure and your goal in heaven. And so we can see that that is operative in St. Paul because when he boasts, he boasts of no earthly accumulation, no riches, nothing that anyone else would normally boast of. And what he boasts of seems folly, but that is because the cross does seem folly to those who are destined towards death. But to us who are destined towards our heavenly Father, it is the power and the wisdom of God. And so he goes through that beautiful list of everything that he has suffered, the imprisonments, the beatings, the lashes, the stonings. Um, he has been shipwrecked. And all of those things which are exterior, so all of his exterior sufferings, but even beyond that, all of the fear that would come from the other dangers. And he says, last but not least, is the anxiety, the constant anxiety that he carries within himself for the sake of the churches. And so Paul's life is an all-permeating cross. It comes at him from without. It comes at him from within. But he carries it all with his heart set on the treasures of heaven, on God himself. And his own example calls to us to follow what Christ is teaching us in the gospel today. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth. The danger of this is manifold as the Lord shows first and foremost because they are temporal and only temporary treasures. Even if you do not spend them, eventually they will either be consumed by rust or moths or else thieves can break in and steal them and take them. And there is nothing that you can do to protect these treasures. And people often live their lives for the accumulation of these things. And the sadness is not only that they can be taken but treasure is only really a means to an end. When people accumulate wealth, it is not the wealth that they want, it's what the wealth can get them that they want. 
And so the accumulation of wealth is just accumulation of a means. It's to live a life according to the accumulation of something that is not an end in itself. And that is a tragic and a worthless life. And so the Lord turns and says, no, rather lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where there is true treasure, everlasting treasure, which can neither be consumed nor stolen. There's a beautiful commentary on this where, again, this is obviously to do with something that is, uh, that is temporal and real and so it can decay, but it also refers to the interior life, that moth and rust refer to pride um, and also to sadness. And so pride is what discolors and distorts. So also rust colors and distorts. And there's another line from the book of Proverbs, I think it's chapter 24 or 25, where it speaks about the fact that what the moth does to garments and clothing, so sadness does to the heart, sorrow does to the heart, it consumes it. And when we live and act for temporal things, pride, sorrow, envy, jealousy, all of these things can creep into the heart and destroy and eat away at the interior life. But if we focus on the things of heaven, then these things do not get in. And so the Lord first lays out that principle, is that we must set our eyes on a final goal, set our eyes on heaven, and that's where we want our treasure to be. And it's important because whatever we treasure or value, that's where our heart will be also. If we value earthly things, our heart will be in earthly things. But if we value the things of heaven, that's where our heart will be directed. And where our heart is directed, as the Lord shows, so also will our eyes be directed. So he says, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And then he goes on to say, the eye is the lamp of the body. So whatever we value, whatever we treasure, our heart and our mind will always be drawn towards that thing, whatever it is. And that's why it is so important to increase the value that we place upon God himself so that our heart can be directed more towards him and that our eyes will always be looking for him and seeking him because the eye is the lamp of the body. That means that the eye is the source of light for the body. And so whatever comes in through the eye is what will permeate our whole life. And so we have to be very conscious about what it is that we look towards. And that means, yes, our physical eyes, obviously, but more importantly, the eye of our mind, our interior thoughts. What is our mind directed to? What do we look towards? Is that God? Because the eye is the lamp of the body. And so we must let in light so that the whole body and the whole life and the whole soul may be filled with light. The opposite is also true. If the eye is not sound, meaning does not allow light in, then the whole body and the whole soul and everything is full of darkness. And so how do we do this on a practical level? Well, we make the choice to turn our eyes towards Christ, to turn our eyes and our minds and our hearts towards Him because He is in heaven and where He is, as we saw yesterday, is heaven. And so we lay up our treasure with him. But we, the more that we know something is the more that we can increase in our knowledge of its value. 
I like the image of a diamond. If you give a diamond to a little child, they wouldn't know what to do with it. They might eat it, they might throw it away, they might put it somewhere, but they don't have the value that comes with that diamond. They don't know it yet. They don't have the knowledge of its full value. And so for also for us is we have to increase in our knowledge of God so that the value that we place upon him is right. And we come to that by turning our eyes to look at Christ who is the light. He is the light. And so when we do that, when we look at him in his life in the Gospels, and when we look at him when he is present here in the Blessed Sacrament, and we come to him in adoration, we turn our eyes to the light and allow the light to permeate our whole body, our whole soul. And because of that, we also increase in our knowledge of him, and he becomes something that we love more and value more, and in that way he becomes our treasure. And then where our treasure is, namely Christ, there our heart will be also. Amen.